Hey, this is Dr. Cree. I am a board-certified family medicine physician, and I'm the owner of Brownstone Healthcare, where our mission is to take care of the everyday person who's overwhelmed and overworked and looking to live a healthy, happy, and whole life. We have a direct primary care service where you can pay $70 a month to have all access to meet your physician, have discounted labs, and imaging if needed. So you'd pay the $70 a month, no matter if you're insured, underinsured, or have no insurance at all. Call us at 205-202-5650 or go ahead on the roll today at www.brownstonehealthcare.com. I like to tell people, don't get ahead of yourself. <clears throat> and especially you. I don't okay. know you. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to want to know you. Got you. Don't, don't go to what you do. All right. This is about everything you did before you got elected. Cool. Part one is who are you? Yeah. Part two is what you do. Gotcha. And then we can start talking about what you got going on. Um, do you have anything specific you want me to ask you? Um, nah, man. I'm I'm a... I'm going to just kind of let it, you know, okay. happen organically, man. Is there anything you want me not to ask you? <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> I'm fair both ways. Uh, <laughs> let me see. The, the cool thing about me, man, is I hadn't I hadn't been around long enough for folks to know. I, I ain't, you know. Say less. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm chilling. to go first what am I thinking about I was so anxious to tell my joke I forgot the damn bio (laughs) switching let me see I am looking for Miss Terry Chapman's name cause she Helped me out earlier, and I lost it again. Okay. Shout out to Terry. Shout out to Terry, because when I tell you, you, <laughs> let me let me say this. I am not going to say this about you. It is unfair to say it about you. Mm-hmm. All of you would be lost without your counsel assistance. Oh, no. This is, this is nothing but the truth. You ain't saying nothing but what God loves. <laughs> J.T. Moore yes, sir. was born right here in the city of Birmingham. Raised in Inslee off of mm-hmm. Bush Boulevard, he had the opportunity to really experience community. Counselor Moore lived on a street where all of his neighbors knew one another. Moore's grandmother was one who loved to entertain and to cook. It was common for her to get neighbors together to barbecue on their front lawns. His grandfather served proudly for over 30 years with the Greyhound bus station. Counselor Moore would often go on trips with him in the summertime, sitting in the front seat listening to MC Hammer. Counselor Moore's grandparents taught him two valuable lessons. The importance of taking care of people and taking pride in what you do. Counselor Moore carried that same spirit and those valuable lessons with him as he began his public service, work serving as an interim 
and intern with the Division of Youth Services. There he learned the true value of serving people. In 2011, Counselor Moore had the pleasure of serving as a coordinator for Alabama Possible, where he worked heavily at Woodlawn High School, facilitating college prep, mentorship, and assisting in organizing the HBCU College Fair for students. He found tremendous value in supporting students and building relationships within the community to further his work and fell in love with the Woodlawn community. There he reflected on the deeper impact that would be made by living in the same place in which he worked. In 2013, he married his beautiful wife and they decided to plant roots there. Whether mentoring teens at A.G. Gaston Boys and Girls Club, working with families of Hayes K-8 through to reduce absenteeism, or helping to provide free legal assistance through volunteer lawyers Birmingham to those who need it most, Counselor Moore has always led with compassion, diligently seeking out opportunities to serve the needs of others. He believes that by nurturing the idea of unity and collaboration amongst the residents of District 4, there won't be anything the community can't accomplish. Counselor J.T. Moore. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Tell me a joke. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. So, uh, have you heard about the uh, the individual that kept getting hit hit by a bicycle every single day? Like no. he he just kept getting hit by a bicycle every single day, over and over and over again. It was mm. a it was a vicious cycle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, we good. Yeah, I kind of like that one. <laughs> it's a boy aged four. Okay, <clears throat> Dad, I've decided to get married. All right. <laughs> the dad said, wonderful. Do, do you have a girl in mind? The boy says, yeah, grandma. <laughs> she said she loves me. I love her, too. And she's the best cook and storyteller in the whole world. <laughs> dad said, that's nice, but we have a small problem there. The boy said, what's the problem? Well, she happens to be my mother. How can you marry my mother? The boy said, why not? You married mine. <laughs> I like that. My mom gave me that joke. <laughs> I like that. Wait, have you ever had anybody come in and, and do a repeat joke? Like, <laughs> You want to know what's funny? Yeah. You about to do it now. <laughs> because he asked before. <laughs> so it's repeat. Right. There we go. There we go. Man, um... <laughs> Your bio, funny enough, is usually what I ask people, right? Like people come in with very, um, you know, professional bios mm -hmm. that say a lot about what they do, but it doesn't say anything about them. Yeah. And I thought it was so interesting how you weaved the narrative of of life into your bio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
I like, I, I could envision you and your granddad and you know what I'm saying? And this, that, and that. That's just really cool. But I still want you to tell your story, right? And yeah. by that, I'm saying, like, where'd you go to church? <laughs> you know, were you the, the, the jock or the nerd in grade school? <laughs> Did you play ball in high school? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. I want to know just about your matriculation yeah. years and, and, and church and neighborhood and that type thing. Now, so like I said, uh, well, first of all, thank you for having me here. Uh, but like I said, you know, I had an opportunity to, you know, to start off over there on Bush Boulevard in Inslee. You know, uh, it was a cool neighborhood, had a lot of, you know, cool neighbors. Um, How old are you? So, I, right now, uh -huh. uh, thirty five. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll go to it later. But I'm just saying, you know, when when we were growing up, yeah. Bush Boulevard had all the girls. Was, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? It was a fun place to hang out. Yeah. But go ahead, go ahead. Now nah, look, so you know, between you know playing football in the middle of the street, riding bikes up and down the road, you know, yeah. you know, Bush Boulevard got a lot of hills, so. Uh, you you get them bikes and mix them with heels, man. You you know you got you a roller coaster, yeah. uh, you know, makeshift. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, had a lot of lot of time to just kind of kick it there. Uh, my mom she got married to my stepfather, who was originally from Mobile, uh, but he was in the army. And so um, at a very young age, I had an opportunity to travel uh, and go to some different places, and you know. Um, just have to learn how to adjust and adapt really quickly, you know. Yeah. Um, so lived in Louisiana, down there at Fort Polk. Okay. Uh, lived in, you know, Texas. What branches? That's Army. Army. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Army. So I uh, was in Louisiana, was in Texas, at uh, in Colleen, yeah. you know, at Fort Hood. And yeah, so, my uncle was uh, at Fort Hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So spent a lot of time, you know, uh, traveling in the armed services with my, my stepfather. And then, you know, eventually we came back to... Uh, Alabama uh, and moved down to Mobile for quite some now, time. <clears throat> looking back, okay, how did being an Army brat shape you? I mean, you know what what impact would you say that moving around had and all that? Yeah, so for me, uh, it helped me to, like I said, adapt quickly. Mm -hmm. You know, because when you go into those different environments. Uh, it's quite frequent, you know, when we were kind of moving around. And so you have to go into those different environments and, you know, make friends quickly because, yeah. you, know, you know, you don't want to sit at the lunch table by yourself. By yourself. Yeah. You know, um, I was always, you know, good at sports. I was very athletic. So that was okay. something that was a saving grace for me. You yeah. Know? Um, very competitive. And so, you know, when it came to like playing basketball and football and all of those other things, like okay. I was able to shine. And so people was like, oh, OK, like, yeah, yeah I, I want him on my team. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so And that's the easy way to be popular absolutely and get, get to know absolutely people. so yeah. um but it also you know taught me about diversity as well too you know i got a chance to you know kind of mix and mingle with people from different backgrounds and even at an early age not really understanding you know everything about them but just knowing that there was a difference yeah i was more accepting of of folks that you know didn't just look like me yeah. um and you know wasn't just you know black folks or you know folks with money or whatever like right. it was I mean in the army it's it's a mix of of everybody right and so you get an opportunity to just be exposed to it but um, had that experience and like I said spent some time down there in Mobile uh, for several years mm -hmm. uh, after he you know left the services and uh, had a had a great time down there because again he's originally from Mobile and so okay um, 
again, had that whole community feel where, you know, the great our great-grandmother lived in the middle of the neighborhood, and then, you know, uh, all of her kids lived around her and all the cousins yeah. and stuff. And so riding around, you know, knocking on doors and running into your auntie house and taking food and, you know, just plant, like, summertime was lit. Yeah. Like, it was it was dope. So Funny um, enough, I used to come down to Mobile yeah. for summer times to see my um, great-uncle and my great-aunt. Um, my grandmother's sister is Effie Moten Good. Mm. So the Goods, he met, she married... Eskis Good. So the Goods yeah. in the um Mon- I'm sorry, in the Mobile area of my family. Oh, your family, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they lived in a in a uh area called Kushla. Okay. And when I tell you everybody in Kushla was related, like Kushla. Kushla. Like <laughs> See, it's one road. I love hearing <laughs> places I've never heard of before. That yeah. is new to me. Kushla. Kushla. Like, shout out to Kushla, man. Yeah. Uh, all my aunties, uncles, cousins. <laughs> Um, yeah, really had a great time. It'll be days where we would go to church on Sunday and then like the whole church, like I said, was family. It was family. We would meet at the uh at back at the church. Everybody go home, change clothes, eat, all that good stuff, meet back at the church. And we had like a football field out there, baseball field, and everybody would pretty much play, you know, whatever season we was in, yeah. you know, it's like we playing either baseball or football. Or that's so. some country shit. Right? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> but that's always beautiful. Yes, you know, it was beautiful. It is. Is beautiful and so and and um did you have any siblings so i didn't i didn't so i my first sibling came when i was what eight years old i think yeah mine too when i yeah. was about nine yeah I was just about to turn nine. so well i take that back so i have a i have a guy brother you know what i'm saying and, and in my mind he's my first sibling so sure that was when i was like three years old that's my dog uh, yeah. Chris, christian watford um okay and so, uh, in all, in total, I have six sisters and three brothers. Like, wow, yeah, I got a massive, massive family. Um, yeah, but yeah, so. I know that's fun though. Yeah, no, nah, it is. It yeah. is. It is. You know, because you got a lot of different personalities, and right. so, um, yeah, everybody bring their own little spice to the to the I gumbo. Was, <laughs> I was almost nine when my sister was born, so it's it's almost like we were both. Um, only children, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. when she came along, I was going along. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So now, um, where, what did, what were your what was high school like, and what happened after high school? So high school was cool. Yeah. Um, high school freshman year, I was down in Mobile. Got a chance to go to Viger High School. Okay, Viger. Um, yeah, was playing football there. Um, and then my parents got a divorce, and so we came back to Birmingham. Okay. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you. It was such a culture shock because, like— I bet it was. Yeah, like living in—I don't know how much you know about Pritchard down in Mobile. Yeah. Pritchard the hood, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly, yeah. And you know what to expect when you're in the hood. It's like, all right, cool. Um, I, I transitioned— where you was when you said Viga. <laughs> So I like oh, I tra- a British nigga. Yeah. Like, okay, so he, he don't play. <laughs> so look, I transition from Pritchard and I go to um, Kilo Springs. I live in I live in Kilo, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's nice. Yeah. You know, I'm over there on Moon Glow Circle. I'm like, yeah, yeah this is nice over here. But at the same time. It was it was kind of trippy because it looked better, but <laughs> it was like, wait a minute, like how. 
Y'all look kind of. I mean, I y'all feel commil- familiar. You, you know what I'm saying? I didn't expect that. You know. Uh, so went to Huffman, had a great time. Um, got a chance to you know play football over there. Uh, what position did you play? So over at Huffman, I played defensive end. I played okay. defensive end. Yeah. Okay, you the head knocker. Yeah, man, had to. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Coach uh, Coleman uh, that that helped me out over there. Um, and I enjoyed it, man. It was the first time I ever played for an organization, and um, we had, like, a real bonding experience. Like, we came up there for, like, two-a-day two practices in the summertime. Right. And the coach made us, like, uh, stay on campus. And we had, like, a talent show and all kinds of stuff just to, oh, you know, wow. create that that bonding experience yeah. with, the, with, the, with the team. Um, so that was cool. But I couldn't stay. Uh the 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 coursework was not as rigorous as my mom would have wanted me to, and so uh, I was kind of you know breezing through certain things and learning how to play tunk and you know <laughs> she and, was like and oh whiz, no no and whiz and so she was like yeah let me let me go ahead and get you up out of here so uh, second semester Your vernacular was yeah, you know it was you know. I was learning some other things. Yeah. Um, so she transitioned me my second semester over to minor high school, and that's where I pretty much finished up my my high school uh, career, okay. if you will. Okay. Um, yeah, started off with uh, Principal Van Phillips, um, who is A you legend. know, yeah, man. Yeah. I was about to say I don't know how many, how many, you know, how much you know about him, but like. Uh, lean on me, like that. Right, that, you know he was. And see, he was I, I don't club. know him, but he's a legend. Yeah, I mean, man. like he is a legend in Birmingham. Dynamic, and- dynamic brother, brilliant mind. Um, when I first came over to the school, like he was, uh, he knew me by name, you know. Mm. And as he was walking me through doing a tour of the school, like he was talking to each student and he knew each student's name regardless yeah. of what grade yeah and that right there was always a lasting impression to me because it was like man like you took the time to to learn it like and you remember these people right. it's like thousand some kids in here yeah. like how you remember everybody but that was really cool and so uh yeah man minor high school that's that's why I was. And then after after high school? So after high school I uh took me a a college tour um, uh, my freshman year, I went to Tuskegee and uh, enjoyed myself a little bit too a much. Lot. <laughs> a, a little bit too much. Uh, again, played football. Uh, okay. Was taking up mechanical engineering uh, because you know throughout my my life, I'd always like to tinker with you know things and, and build. Uh, but start realizing uh, this probably may not be my thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I uh, had to get on up out of Tuskegee because I was just majoring in soul in. Uh, for those of you who know about Tuskegee, you know exactly what I'm saying right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, like, left Tuskegee and went off to University of West Alabama. Okay. Yeah, started getting my head on straight, you know, really focusing. Uh, but West Alabama just wasn't it for me because it, it was Culturally. Yeah, man. Well, it just... I mean, it's two traffic lights. Yeah, like that's what I mean. Socially, yeah. co- just nothing yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing else. But two traffic lights and a Burger King, and so I was like, yeah, I it's so boring. I can't focus. Like I need to get up right. out of here. So came home, um, and it was really cool because my hold grandma, on, let me tell my little quick okay. West Alabama story. Okay, what's your West Alabama story? I gotta give a shout out <laughs> to Stefan Bell and Dez. Stefan was. One of my best friends is one of my best friends, and we were at Tuscaloosa. Okay. 
you at Alabama. Uh-huh. And she was at West Alabama. So we used to drive up and down the, the highway all the time going Gosh, to West yeah. Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I know what's not there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know what's not there. Yeah, man. Uh, but, yeah, so, like, my, my grades weren't the best, you know, in school. Um and I remember calling my grandmother and being like, hey, grandmama, I don't know if this school thing really working out for real. She was like, well, baby, come on home then. It's like, stop playing. Like, yeah. just, just come on home. Like, you know, you can figure something out. And yeah. so um, I've always, you know, been appreciative of of that type of energy, that that welcoming and encouraging energy. Um, because when I came back home, you know, and I stayed with them, uh, my grandparents, um, I had an opportunity to, you know, like really just settle down and be like, all right, what is it that I want to do? Like, yeah. what is it that I really want to do? Um, and I think, you know, some may disagree with me, uh, but, you know, 18 years for a young person to go to school and we don't give them any type of volunteer experiences or exposure to, you know, give them some type of um context or mm-hmm. you know about what they should do with their life. like I don't feel like that's fair you know to just right. say hey your senior year you need to figure out what you what you're gonna do exactly. you know um thankfully my mom she did expose me to some different things but I still I still I guess I didn't quite find that thing that I was passionate about yeah or it didn't it didn't click or I didn't realize it but came home and you know started looking for different opportunities and and that's when I stumbled upon you know um DYS, Division mm. of Youth Services. Uh, got a chance to go over there with the Dream Team. Uh, Cedric Sparks, Elena Melton, Mike Moore, um, Alicia. Like, a lot of, you know, folks, and, and even Randall, you yeah. know, happened to be over there. Uh, and that's when I really started learning about community um, or the importance of uh, serving, I should say. Yeah. I remember, you know, uh Cedric Sparks, you know, and he'll probably be mad at me for saying all this because he don't like people, you know, giving him praise and all right. that, whatever. <laughs> um, but I remember, you know, um, two two things that happened that were very, you know, impactful for me. One was, you know, we used to do this Harvest Festival event uh, where communities would or individuals would come out to the Boutwell and it would be like all these different um, bounce houses and, you know, like, they would give them candy and all types of stuff because I think it was during Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember him, you know, standing me at the top of the steps and we just kind of overlooking and watching all the kids smile and all the families, you know, just kind of, you know, just enjoy this experience. And he was like, man, this is service. Like, this is what service is about, you know. Um, that stuck out to me. And then the second thing was, you know, uh, walking into his office. I don't know if you had ever been to his office across the street, but um, – he would always uh, have like these pictures and plaques and trophies, all kinds of stuff. And I, you know, twenty some years old, like I'm looking around, I'm like, man, this dude is successful. Like, you got all these pictures of famous people, and like I'm trying to be like this. You, you successful? And he was like, man, you know, you look at these things and you say that I'm successful because you know you see the awards. He was like, but you know, I won't be successful until I can walk into your office and see your plaques and your awards and, you know, the things that you've done. Mm, That's so Cedric. Completely changed my definition of what success is, you know, because it's it's always this this work to pour yourself into somebody else, right? Yeah. Um, And to recreate, you know, um, that same type of spirit. And so, like, me being here right now is 
that pursuit. Mm-hmm. Me being here right now is that pursuit for that success, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so. How you doing so far? I mean, I think I'm doing all right. Man. <laughs> I think I'm doing all right. You've been a lot of places, uh, seen a lot of things, as the saying goes. But what makes you Birmingham? Mm. That's a really good question. Um, Cause I I couldn't regulate. Like <laughs> <laughs> I had spent some time away, so when I came back and people was like righteous, cuz righteous, you love, like that was you know it, it took rises. me rises. Like it took me a minute to kind of. Um, but nah, I think for me, man, what makes me so Birmingham is the fact that you know I've had some some really cool experiences here in this city that have made me who I am. So, like I said, growing up on Bush Boulevard, you know, like anybody who lives on Bush Boulevard, like there's a there's a feeling that you have, especially during, you know, uh, 4th of July, you know, being able to sit in your backyard and watch the fireworks and, you know, um, just knowing all of your neighbors and, and um, yeah, just, just walking up and when down here. When you think West Side, you yeah. think Inslee. Yeah. No, <laughs> You know real. what I'm saying? For real. So you've been on the west side and the east side. Yeah, but man. Finish going. <laughs> nah, you know, went to Holy Family. And so, you know, like, I, I've Slumdog Millionaire. Have you ever seen that movie? I haven't. You have got to watch that movie. It's a really good one. I've heard. Um, I won't, you know, just summary of it is. I'll forget. Don't worry. You can tell me everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, real quick synopsis and summary of the movie is pretty much this guy's on uh, the the Bollywood or Indian version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And all of the questions that he's being asked, he doesn't know the answers because he studied or anything like that. But based on his life experiences, he was able to answer these specific questions, right? I feel like that has been the experience that I've had in this city. Like, I don't know stuff just because, you know, like I'm I'm that studious or I'm that amazing. It's just I was positioned and put in these different or had these different life experiences, man, that just, you know, made me who I am. And so um, to answer your question, I honestly don't know. I just know my granddaddy used to, you know, work for <laughs> Greyhound, and I had an opportunity to be exposed to that, right? Yeah. Um, my grandmother, you know, would – Worked over at Birmingham Southern, and so I had that that under my belt. Um, yeah, I, and yeah, I, I like it. I like it. You have you had a, a a path similar to mine. Okay, in the fact that you know. Um, you bounced around, you know what I'm saying? Could have made a few better decisions here yeah, and there and man. all that kind of stuff. <laughs> but pick an age, mm-hmm. go back to that age, okay, and give that young JT a piece of advice. Tell me what age you pick and what advice you give him. Ooh, that's good. Um, so I think right now, because, you know, uh, this is Mental Health Month, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, I've actually, you know, gone to talk to ther- a therapist and, you know, been kind of working myself. And one of the things that has or one of the ages that has been, you know, real pivotal for me um, is 13. Okay. Age 13. And I would just tell that JT, bro, 
Like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, just be confident in who you are. Um, you are special. You are amazing. Uh, and you're going to do some really amazing things. Like, stop sleeping on yourself. Like, for real. Um, because I think, you know, at that age, it's very pivotal, you know. Yeah. Like, you, it's a lot happening to you. You're going through puberty. You're trying to figure out, like, you a you know, teenager now. Yeah, you a grown you know, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so you're trying to navigate all that. You know everything. You, you're, you're 13. Your, your voice changing, you know. You know, you're trying to flex a little bit. And so uh, I think that, you know, I could have. I could have stood to, or I, it would have been beneficial for me to have somebody to just kind of help me navigate certain things and just say, man, nah, everything good, bro. Just just keep moving. Like, all is well. So. Hello, I'm Dr. Geraldine Agee, Miles College Provost and Senior Vice President of Academic Affairs. And I'm here to tell you that now is your time. Miles College is Birmingham's premier four-year HBCU. We offer intimate class sizes, accessible faculty, and a personalized career plan with you in mind. Whether it's your first time in college or you want to return and finish, please come experience Miles College and let us invest in your future. You're expecting me to ask you what your favorite charity is. Okay. <laughs> but I want to know, how did you propose to your wife? We're not done Ooh. with part one yet. I want to hear. We ain't heard a good love story okay. in a minute. You know what I mean? All right. So peep this. Yeah. All right. Set the scene. <laughs> so um, she going to be so mad, but whatever. <laughs> uh, so I'm in school at UAB. I get my refund check. And I already told her, I'm like, look, you the one, right? Yeah. You, you the one. You know what I'm saying? And so. Uh, we went we went looking for rings. I want to say this is like 2012. Uh, and so uh, we went looking at rings and stuff. And I, I'm a college student. I ain't got a whole bunch of money. Yeah. But I got my refund check, though. Yeah. And I took that refund check. But see, at that time in your mind, you had a bunch of money. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> when them refund checks came. I mean, it was like, it was like, yeah, it was a stack. You know what I'm saying? saying? <laughs> it was a little over a stack. So I was like, all right, bet. So I'm going to take. A portion of it, go buy this ring, and then she sings, right? And so she okay. actually had uh, a show. Um, she was singing for a church uh, in Boston, in, Mass in Boston, Massachusetts. And so I'd already kind of coordinated with uh, her manager and, you know, um, uh, the church, uh, the pastor that she was, you know, whose church she was singing at, and just kind of told him, like, hey, I'm coming up, uh, and I'm going to, you know, take the train. She ain't going to know. Oh, um, wow. All that good stuff, right? And so I had already, you know, reached out to her parents, uh, talked to her dad. He had gave me his blessing. Like, by this time, we had already been dating for, like, I want to say four years uh, okay. long distance because she lived in Atlanta. I was in Birmingham, and all we had was, you know, the phone yeah. to communicate. And so uh, I'm, I'm on the train, and it's like a three-day ride. I don't know why it was so long. Uh was it was it three days or was it one day and it felt like three days? I feel like <laughs> one or the other, right? <laughs> one or the other. But pretty much, I get up there, I um, I go and stay with the pastor, and you know, um, she goes to church and she's singing and stuff, and she sees me, and I'm like, or she's like, oh man, like you came up, like this is so crazy, whatever. And so that night, we actually go out to eat, and we, I don't know if you've been to Boston, but there's a, a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> There's a restaurant called Top of Top of the Hub or Top of Hub or something, uh, and it's it's a tall building. Um, it overlooks the city. 
Uh, you really got to have, like, reservations. But I went up to the, the front desk, and I was like, hey, let me finesse right fast and get in here. <laughs> and, you know, just I just need a table right yeah. quick, you know. And so they allowed me to get in, got me a table. Uh, and we sat down, and I started talking to her, like, baby, you know we've been together for so long. And, and I really, you know, I'm liking what we got going on right now. And, uh, you know, just start kicking the You know into, what I'm saying? Yeah. Kicking the bobo. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And so, uh, after that, you know, got to the end of it, and I got down on one knee, and I was like, hey, will you marry me? Like, you know, the restaurant, you know, everybody's still moving around. You know, you still got waiters like, hey, what he doing on his knee? I'm trying to get this food out. You know, all kinds of stuff. But I'm like, whatever, man. I'm making, I'm, I'm doing my thing. Like, what's up? And so, uh, like, yeah, I did that, and she was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this, even though she knew it was coming. Yeah, but um, you wasn't expecting it. And yeah. You took all, yeah. So, that was... That was how I proposed, like in Boston. So yeah, in Boston. we gotta get your hand on oh, that one. That was gay. That was gay. What's your favorite charity? Uh, so I got to roll with AG Gaston Boys and Girls Club. Guys to. Got to. Guys to. Guys to. So yeah. Um then what we gonna do. Okay. I'm gonna play a little this or that. Okay. You don't answer a question. Mm-hmm. You gonna make a fifty dollar donation to the boys club? Okay, but they you gotta, you gotta they say boys easy. and girls club. Boys and girls club. Yeah. See, I'm old. old school. Yeah, you know I know what I'm saying. <laughs> I can always tell the folks that knew about the boys club before the boys club became the boys and girls club. But not only that, but there are a lot of yeah. You guys are more politically correct. You know what I'm saying? So I sometimes <laughs> go by stuff that I always said and right. did and whatnot. So, you know, I, I don't mean to shade the ladies. Yeah. You know nah, what I'm I saying? You. I, I, got I, I apologize. So, <clears throat> Regents Park okay. or Rickwood Field? Mm, I'm going to go with Rickwood. Okay. Botanical Gardens or Railroad Park? Botanical guards all day. Protective stadium mm-hmm. or legacy arena? I'm going to go with protective. I got a newfound love for protective. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Time out. Okay. Thank you. What? For protective stadium. Oh. And for <laughs> uptown mm-hmm. and for everything that the Birmingham City Council and the mayor are doing to make this, like, we are jumping. No. I got, I'm going to show you some of the things that uh, Hunter said earlier. I told him I got to um, get you on the podcast today. But for all of these things mm-hmm. that you guys have created, continue to fund, and and make our city better, I just want to say thank you. Nah, man, it's a beautiful partnership between, you know, uh, both our mayor and our city council. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really it's really great because, you know, sometimes I get text messages from folks that are out of town, right? Like, mm-hmm. I got a friend that's a city councilman out in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, he'll hit me up and be like, man, I see some different things that y'all got going on. Or I got a brother-in-law that lives in D.C., and he's like, hey, man, I'm watching the USFL right now, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, that's cool. That's yeah. cool that, you know, Birmingham has this national stage where we can, you know, showcase all the great things that we do in yeah. our city. And so, um, yeah, we're just, we just going to continue it uh, to make Birmingham a destination space. A destination space for 
entertainment. That yeah. Who would have thunk it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know but it's, I mean? it's time, man. It's yeah. about time. Um, Crossplex or Legion Field? Yeah, I'm going to go with Legion. All right. <laughs> Birmingham Zoo or You know what? Whenever in doubt, you you default to what's close to uh um where you grew up. Oh, Ansley. Yeah, uh, Bush Boulevard. <laughs> All of your answers are close to Bush Boulevard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Birmingham Zoo or McWayne Science Center? McWayne. McWayne. Yeah. Hey, they got a new exhibit coming this no, I didn't know. Oh, okay, cool. I probably shouldn't be saying something, but it's gonna be dope. Whatever. Keep going. Ask <laughs> your next question. <laughs> we'll, we'll, this won't come out for a while, it's so cool. they may have, they'll probably be done announced it by. Nah, it's cool. It, it's whatever. Lost Furnace or mm-hmm. Vulcan Park? Hmm. I'm gonna go Sloss. Okay. I'm gonna go Sloss. Okay. Civil Rights Institute. Civil Rights Institute. Or- <laughs> like <laughs> civil rights institute. Next question. Like we ain't even got it. Like what you gonna compare it to? Negro League Museum. Oh okay. Right. <laughs> I'm still going civil rights. Still though. ride. You still so, ride. Yeah, I'm still going civil rights because um, God dog. What's her name? Dewana. What? Yeah, Dewana. I know oh. she's a, she's the executive director, but I, I remember. Again, one of them slumdog millionaire moments. Yeah. Uh, working at AG Gaston Boys and Girls Club, there was a lady who taught piano. She taught music there, right? Oh. Um, and then as she started talking, I was like, why does your name or oh, your voice sound so familiar? And it was because, you know, when you first walk into the Civil Rights Institute to watch the video? Yeah. She's the narrator. Wow. Who is that? Miss Annie. God, she going to be so mad at me that I cannot remember her name. I can see her face, though. <laughs> I can see her face. We are going to shout I feel like her Anna out. Joe. Birmingham Barons mm-hmm. or Birmingham Squadron? Hmm. Barons. Birmingham Legion or Birmingham. Wait, I said Baron Squadron. Wait, I messed it up. You did. <laughs> Alabama Auburn. Tuskegee. <laughs> $50 uh, for the Boys and Girls Club. 50 for the Boys and Girls hey, Club. I'll get out with Gladly. I'll get out with Gladly. iPhone or Android? Oh, I'm iPhone. iPhone shot Michael Jackson or Prince? <laughs> Why y'all do this? Uh, <laughs> I'm rolling with Michael Jackson. I'm rolling with Michael Jackson because he had the coolest dance that has ever been introduced to humanity. <laughs> Biggie or Tupac? Uh, Tupac. Tupac. You rolling with Pac? I'm rolling with Pac. Now, um, <laughs> that's so trash, man. Like, <laughs> why you gotta, you know? Who who's the goat? I I can't give you that. Like I who who I mean so the thing about hip hop right yeah. is the fact that you know everybody adds their own you know well give me uniqueness. your favorite who's my favorite yeah I mean people probably ain't gonna like my favorites right because you know I'm I'm more new school right so like uh, are you talking about my well whatever J Cole you know Kendrick Lamar uh, you know people I feel like sleep on Big Sean. Um, Big Sean. Yeah, y'all tripping. You tripping. Y'all tripping. I don't care. All right, look. Y'all tripping, man. Like, Big Sean be jumping. Um, yeah. 
And I love it. Yeah, like, but Biggie, you know what I'm saying? Biggie and Tupac, you know, I feel like I was I was so young when they first came out yeah. that I didn't have a chance to like really, you know, I feel dissect you. that. I'm a, but, we gonna we gonna have uh um we'll have a, a different one for younger people. Yeah, because I'm gonna come up. I'm a, somebody and Wayne. I was the. You know what I'm saying? Right. Make them make them choose that. Now you know who who has. I don't know. He kind of like been like a TD Jakes for me in in the rap world right about now is uh, Jay Z. Like so, Jay Z is a, one. That's who I was gonna say. Jay Z and Wayne. Yeah, like yeah. Jay Z has been somebody that you know. Like I'm I'm listening to him now, and I'm just like, dang. Like I could really appreciate that. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I ain't supposed to be touching the tongue. Uh, I could really appreciate him as a grown man now. You yeah. know, um, because he's he's transitioning and the we things that he talks about. It to that. Yeah, the things that he talks it. about is is you know elevated, and I appreciate it. So, what's your favorite pair of Jordans? I gotta go with the fours, D four. See, I I knew it was gonna hit you. You know, <laughs> see, we ask some people, they're like, I, I don't know, <laughs> they don't know the difference. Like yeah. me, I don't even know the differences. <laughs> so how but, you go? Wait, so how you go ask the question? Like, cause I'm gonna go get some fours. <laughs> Got you. See, I, I'm getting what everybody saying Say is their favorite, and then I'm gonna catch up on my shoe game. <laughs> <laughs> Got you. Got you. Now, um, if you had a superpower, mm-hmm. what would you choose and why? Oh, I would be a super communicator. Um, that may sound weird to yeah. That sounds a little weird. <laughs> yeah, super communicator. Think about it, man. Like if you can communicate with anybody or anything, like you pretty much could. You could motivate, persuade, convince. See that right there is why I have a problem with it. Why? Because just because you can communicate with some, don't mean you can reason with it. What you mean? What I'm saying is I can walk up to a gentleman right now in the hood Mm -hmm. and communicate with him, Mm -hmm. but I can't change his ways. But that's because it's not your superpower. If it was my superpower... See then, then your superpower should be the power to talk, peak to convince, not necessarily communicate. But that because is we're communicating with these fools, which brings us to a great point. <laughs> we communicate with these fools now, and they still fucking up, man. What are y'all gonna do? See with. These young folk, you as, closer to age in them. As, as you can see, communication is not my superpower. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been able to reason with this brother and convince him that this is the superpower that everybody needs. I'm just saying. Um, nah, man. Uh, ask your question again. <laughs> I am not going down that road. We have you here to learn you. Like, this This real talk. Yeah. Um. I get to be selfish here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like we've we've had very uh, endearing um, exchanges. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I get to sit here and get to know you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I've just, I've just really enjoyed, you know, like talking to somebody. You, you ain't promoting nothing. Yeah. You ain't here to talk about it. You, we just hear the rap and get to know each other. And that's to me, cool. that's been really fun with you. You know
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and the the fact that, um, you know, I when I see you, you're so handsome and young and cool and hip. I appreciate I just, that, brother. I think I'm serious. I think I think you're good for the city. I think yeah. Clinton's good for the city. I Absolutely. think Randall's good for the city. Hunter, you young people are good for us. Yeah. And I just I just thank you for your service. Nah, man. Thank you for having me, man. I will say, you know, this this has been a new experience, you know, for me on the council. Um a, a rewarding one, you know, in that it affords me the opportunity to meet so many cool people. Yeah. Um, like, well, I'm going to wait because I don't know if you're going to ask the question about when we first met, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I actually forgot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, it affords me the opportunity to meet really cool people. Now, I will say I was kind of standoffish because in this role, you just have so many different people that's coming at you. And so my first memory of you is like me receiving a text message with like 20 episodes of this, <laughs> this podcast. And I'm just like, who is this? <laughs> who is this that has sent me all these, these videos and like, Hey, I need you on my podcast. And I'm like, I don't even know you. Like, what's, you know? Uh, so it was, yeah, it yeah. was crazy, but got a chance to meet you. And I'm like, okay, he cool. You know, he's solid. <laughs> Like, I can take this. So it just, it has, you know, given me the opportunity to just meet so many cool people and to learn so much about, you know, not only our city, but, you know, my district and, you know, the people in it, man. Yeah. And some of the things that, you know, people are dealing with, you know, some of it bring you to tears. Some of it, you know, like really makes you smile. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful situation. Well, my favorite memory thus far, so mm -hmm. far is when you and Clinton did mm -hmm. the promo for me just on the spot yeah and um one take you, Drake one take Drake <laughs> and and even though you know you were like who is this guy and all of this you you accepted me you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah. like you I just really think highly of you as a man, as a person, as an individual, not as an elected official, but you, you're definitely one of the good guys. Nah, man, I appreciate that. Seriously. It means a lot. Man, I forgot to ask you, what's coming up in District 4? So, uh, we are actually going to have a Father's Day event in June. All right, it's going to be June. Man, shout out to you for doing something for the dads, man. Mother's <laughs> nah. Day get all the love, no, man. they really do. They really do. <laughs> but we're doing something for Father's Day. Um, it's not going to be on Father's Day. It's actually going to be on June 10th. Not okay. Juneteenth, June 10th. Okay. Um, And we're doing something different, man. Like, yeah. most of the time, you know, you have Father's Day events where it's like, all right, y'all come together and teach some kids how to, you know, uh, tie some ties. Tie, or, tie, you know, yeah. Whatever. And it's like, nah, that's cool, but let's do something different. And so uh, I was having a conversation with somebody, and we were talking about how the, the cookout, right, the art of the cookout is about Sandals to become. I'm just saying, like, the art of the cookout is about to become, like, a lost skill. Because who's actually teaching these young men how to grill? Like, if you think back, like, who taught you how to grill? Yeah, like, I don't know how to grill. My point exactly. Yeah. Who taught you how to grill? 
I also do not know. Okay, all right. <laughs> like, I know how to grill, but not not like you not, asking me. Gotcha. You, <laughs> you got know you. what I'm saying? Like Most most dudes, bro, it's trial and error. We done burnt so many birds. That's you know what how saying, I before. do it. That's exactly. how I get down. I and just... we'll still eat it. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, <laughs> next time it'll be better. Um, so we're doing the Art of the Cookout, man. We're partnering with Omega Sci-Fi. Um, we're going to go out to East Lake Park. We're going to have like 100 young men from, you know, the surrounding schools to uh, to come out and to learn how to oh, grill, man, cool. because um, we want to use it as an opportunity to not only teach you a skill um, that will help you, you know, with your yeah. family, but also, you know, using it as an opportunity to mentor and to, to pour into you. And so, um, but doing it in a way that, you know, is is different, right? Like, you ain't got to sit down, listen to a speaker, all that type of stuff. It's like, we finna do life with you, you know? That's um, really cool. And so, yeah, just trying to, trying to do something a little different. Is that... Just learning a little bit here. Is that the new mentoring attempt? I mean, approach? Like, instead of standing on a stage and talking out, like, having one-on-ones? Because that sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's if that's the, the new focus, but, you know, you'll always be able to make a deeper impact when you do things through relationship. Like, the, the goal exactly. is relationship, right? right. And if, if I have a relationship with you, there's more that you could speak in, uh, or there's more that I could speak into your life than if I just show up to your classroom and you know I'm just talking to you or talking at you. Yeah, it's like nah. But if you know, hey, this is Mr. JT man, we broke bread literally. Yeah. you know, and we got a chance to kick it, and I got a chance to see him in his element, not yeah. you know in no suit and tie, you know whatever. But I saw him like actually. Like talking to me, but then interacting with other adults or other men, you know, and I was able to learn by, you know, just seeing that and being exposed to that. Like, man, that's cool. Like, I, I like that, you know. Uh, and so we want to we want to try to do something a little bit different in District 4 and, and you know, just kind of create that type of organic experience uh, to, to make that happen. So. Oh, man, I really want to thank you for coming. Yeah, man. And I want to thank you all for listening. As always, a huge shout out to Creed 63, yes. Our 360 News, and UrbanHam.com. God bless. Hello, I am Dr. Brandy Bowling, your triple board certified pediatrician, adult psychiatrist, and child and adolescent psychiatrist. I am also an ADHD expert, a mommy friend, a school liaison, author of the best-selling book, Shine, Understanding ADHD So Your Child Can Be a Star, and host of the Facebook live stream, Focus on It Friday. You can find me at Dr. Brandy B, that's D-R-B-R-A-N-D-I-B, on all social media platforms. Or you can call my office, which is 205 948 71 it is my goal that all children and adults will be successful and that they will shine in the classroom and in life.